Welcome back to the PO3 podcast. My yeah. name is Mark Ass Marks. <laughs> it threw me off there, but just ask John. <laughs> so, uh, what's going on, bro? What's going on, dude? I like that beat. Just gets me going. Tron, right? It's hype. It's deep red. Actually, that one's hype. deep, deep purple. That's the colors I see. Yeah, I don't have synesthesia. So. I don't either, but <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe I explained it to my girl one time, and maybe what? What like synesthesia? Like oh, like all the all the tracks, like music. That mm-hmm. I categorize, like I'll, I'll categorize them based on like the mood that it gives me. So like color a little bit. So mm-hmm. like the beginnings are like greens or blues, and then towards the end is like purples, and like deep greens, mm-hmm. and like some blacks. I don't know. Whatever works, my man. Was good. Did you know ASMR is a form of synesthesia? No, but it should annoy me. Okay. <laughs> I found out that I had. Uh, or that 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 like I had an affinity for like ASMR type stuff when I was a kid and like I want to say like third grade. I've told this story before, but uh, there was a teacher. He was passing out beans for bingo, and I remember when he got to our table, he had the beans in his hand like this, and when he got to our table, he went like that, and like the sound of the bean leaving his hand, like the texture and it hitting the table was like so satisfying to me. So I had to get up out of my seat. I was like, oh, <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck is this kid doing, dude? Do, do, do it again. <laughs> yeah, it's like legit. Do it again. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, I haven't seen you in two weeks. We, we're we going to try and do these every two weeks now. Yeah, I sure. honestly kind of miss doing it on, on the last Monday, but I feel like there's more, more. to talk about yeah, if, we, yeah. if we, you know, and wait every two weeks. But there was one thing I, I do have a lot to talk about. Like, I've been through the ups and downs since we last talked and everything, as you know, my medication and all that. Uh, I got some stuff to talk about when it comes to that. But also, on our last podcast, episode 35, me and John need to settle an argument. Okay. That he's probably oblivious to, but in my head, I festered over it. All right. What's that? Pringles? Eat the Pringles. Remember we had an argument about? They don't taste like pizza? (laughs) Yeah. Can we just… I, I can eat it right now, but I can tell you it's not going to taste like pizza to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting me to say, my guy. <laughs> Just say this could taste like pizza. No, I'm not going to say it tastes like pizza. Well, let's try them. Let's... If, you had a, if I ever had a pizza that tastes like this, I would be very upset. I was, <laughs> I was saying that it's bullshit because they advertise on here that it tastes like pizza. And clearly, that's not the case. So why are we arguing then if we both agree? I thought we were arguing. Like on on the last podcast, you were like, "It tastes like pizza." Something like that. No, I don't. I don't recall that. I don't think these would taste. I know they don't taste like pizza, so I don't see myself saying they taste like pizza. But I guess you guys can check out thirty five and let me know if I said that. And if I do, I'm changing my stance on it now. Yeah, they're they're the best of the Pringles, or one of the best of the Pringle flavors, in my opinion. Besides, like the sour cream. Uh-huh. Uh, the girl with the green onion one, but oh, yeah, I like that one too. But uh, flame ones will, are pretty dope. I will never say that these taste like pizza. <laughs> so why did I go buy these? Uh, are you hungry? I like his mustache. Are you hungry? N- no, but he has a nice mustache though. I would, but I got a Zen in, so I'm good. Zen Cronus. Yes. All right. Well, I'm not gonna eat these. Maybe on the next episode. Get it? Yeah. That was a waste. They're all cracked now. 
Yeah, I saw this uh, meme with uh, Grogu, also known as Baby Yoda. Okay. And it was like, it was, they put like a camera in a tube or like, I don't know if it was a Pringle tube in particular. It could have been like a paper towel roll. But it says like, Flashlight. But it said like, yeah, one of those. It said like what the last Pringle sees and it was like my fat ass and it showed like Baby Yoda like looking into the the container and then his little hand going there trying to get it. Mm -hmm. Then he looks back in there and I thought it was kind of funny because... That's hella true when you get down to like the last six Pringles, you're trying to get your head in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate that shit. And then, and then you want to tip it towards you, but you can't because all the crumbs yeah, will fall you, on you. You fucking blind you. So it's like you're in between a rock and a hard spot. Like, what do you what do you do there? Yeah, I, I get them, but <laughs> trust me, I get them. <laughs> you know what you should do? You just get a plate and just pour it on the plate. Uh, yeah. That's part but of the more no, logical No thing. one's going to get up to go to the kitchen and then get a plate. I'll just, just like, turn the cap upside down. Just <laughs> yeah. Catch it that way. Oh, no. That doesn't work. Oh, my bad. Sorry, guys. I tried. Yeah. Anyway, so well, there goes my plan. I wanted to do the, That's good. That was my big. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the big thing there. Oops. I just wanted to see, like. I feel like you look dark. <laughs> hey man, I've, I've been in the sun. So. Oh, you have. I've been kissed by the sun. Maybe that explains it. Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> so what you been up to? Uh, just work, bro. Work, yeah. girlfriend. Cooking, about it. Are you still on your meal prep? Mm-hmm. How 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 strict you been with that? Uh, I mean, not strict by at all, but you know, I do prep for work and stuff. So, uh-huh. well, anyway, like, like I'll like, deviate from it. I don't have a, I don't have a, uh, like a, I have to do this. You know, it's just kind of like, all I'm at work is usually where I eat the worst. Mm. So uh, That's why I, do, I meal prep for work So it's kind of like I'll just go to the store And grab a bunch of shit And then just fill up my bag So me prepping is just like So I can eat better while I'm at work It's been helping out though Yeah that's that, It just sucks yeah Because when you're at work all day I mean It's just so easy to go to the vending machine Or something like that Or just stop and get something on the way I used to do that all the time Just go and get sandwiches like yeah, I mean, before the meal prep, it was every day was Subway. Oh yeah, I remember you saying so. that. <clears throat> but it would come with like a, a bag of chips. Yeah, you know, and hey, well I'm bringing Seven Eleven, so let's get like a muffin or you know a snack or two or a nine, you know. So or nine, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I just feel like the only thing I go to Seven Eleven for before work now is either more Zins or like uh, I do need. Energy drinks to get me through my day, so I'll get like a Red Bull or two, like the twelve ounce cans. Mm. But um, that, and if I don't have any water at home, I'll pick up a couple waters. But that's about it. Now it's just kind of like two things I'm walking out with versus my eighty set seven set uh, snacks. So and you said the hardest for you is burritos, huh? I fucking love burritos, bro. That's the hardest for me. Everything, everything is like the hardest for me. Well, now that I'm cooking a lot more, I'm trying to get more, I guess, diverse with cooking yeah so last week i made um some quesadillas some grilled chicken quesadillas so i grilled with some chicken thighs you know boneless skinless seasoned them up uh, mild seasoning it wasn't crazy made uh avocado salsa verde sauce so like i put on the um on my grill i put like a pound of tomatillos some anaheim peppers jalapenos half a white onion Excuse me, yellow onion, uh, 
seared them, threw them in a blender, added two avocados, some cilantro, salt, pepper, garlic. Is that that picture you sent me? Probably. Mm. So I made that. Then I put that inside. Then, of course, you know, because it has a coma cheese. And I lightly toasted the outside with some kind of lightly fried, I guess you can say. So I just used some extra virgin olive oil just to get enough to get my skillet, you know, coated. I let it sit there, get a nice golden brown, and serve those. And they were hit. Everyone freaking devoured them. They were eating in my house two days in a row. So I made a lot of extra, you know. So just like between that, so I'm not trying to adhere to it strictly. It's just like when I feel like my biggest vice is when I'm at work, you know, because. And you're always at work. Well, three days a week, but I'm there 16 hours yeah, was, for, for those three days. So yeah. So I was pick up like this past Friday. I woke up like tired, dude. It's like strict, just like woke up just feeling like I got hit by a truck. And I was like, I'm going to go sign up for overtime when I get to work. So I, I think it feels up. the same like if you get hit by a car. You still say that? I'm like, damn, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> You're not as tired? I got hit by tired. Yeah. No, 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 like you got hit by a car instead I, of a truck. Oh, okay. Like, no, would, it, would it still be the same effect? No, trucks are heavier. Yeah, but it still hurts. Yeah, but it's I would know. It doesn't, well, you got you hit <laughs> both? I didn't, and here's the thing I didn't wake up the next day saying, damn, I woke up feeling like I got hit by a car. I was like, I slept great. That's <laughs> because you were concussed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I woke up just tired, dude. Like, Unimaginably tired, tired I haven't felt in a while. And so I had signed up for overtime before I left the night prior. I was like, you know what? If they give me a call, I'm not going to take it. Ten, like literally 10 seconds later, I get a call. Hey, do you want overtime tonight? And I was just like, where's it at? And they tell me, I was like, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it took me like a few hours to kind of like get moving and warm up, I guess. And then after that, I was pretty much good the whole night. But, uh, but yeah, just, you know. 48 hours and three days of work, so. It takes a toll. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't seen you in, like, two weeks. And I'm trying to think of... I, I think the last time we had a podcast, I had just started... Bumping the dose on my medication. And I'm honestly kind of burnt out of talking about it. Because that's all I've been thinking about. Talking about these last two weeks. Is uh, just dealing with this medication, dude. And uh, yeah, so the last time I believe is when... So the first week I was at 25 milligrams. Second week I was at um, 50. Then I talked to my doctor. She's like, alright, it's going good. Uh, I wasn't really having too many side effects, you know. A uh, couple things here and there, but it was nothing out of the ordinary, you know. And I felt like it really started. It was starting to kick in. It had been about a month already. And uh, I was starting to feel, you know, like in the middle, you know. And it was kind of weird because for that whole month, I didn't have any symptoms, no side effects. Or, or, or like uh, symptoms of like bipolar, you know. Like nothing like that. Like I wasn't having any mood swings. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't irritable at all. Like if anything, I felt like a little bit zen, bro. Like… I felt just in the middle. You know, I felt like, hmm, this feels nice. And I felt, and it was already in my system at that point. So it had to have been working. And then I got a call from my doctor. We checked up and it was that time again to, you know, see where we're at. Uh, and it was time to up the dose again. So she's like, all right, let's up the dose a little bit. I was all right, cool. Uh, I'm excited, you know. And then I was supposed to wait another week to up it one more time. So I, I upped it with one pill. And I don't know if it was the first or the second night after that happened, but I started noticing like a lot of twitching, 
Like, remember when I called you and stuff? I was like, dude, I haven't gotten any sleep. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was probably a couple of days after that. But a couple of days previous to that, I started getting a lot of like twitching and like tingling all over. And then the dreams, I mean, they just started getting even more clear and more vivid. Uh, not really messed up, but just super abnormal, you know. And uh, it didn't really bother me. But like when you're dreaming so clear, it feels kind of like you don't fall asleep. You know what I mean? For the time that I would fall asleep. So this was just like maybe the first, second night after that. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, I'm going to sleep. Just, you know, I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm not even thinking about the pills, you know. I'm just ready to go to sleep. Hit a work, hit a pretty good workout that night. Go to sleep. Try to go to sleep. Lay down. And as soon as I'm about to fall asleep, I get like this big old jerk, jolt through my body. You know, like sometimes when you're sleeping and you get like the jerk, the, like the jerks that like wake you up. It's like your, mm-hmm. body, your whole body just twitches and you like shake the whole bed or something like that. Well, that, ha- that, that happened to me like as I was falling asleep. So, you know when you're like on the cusp about to go into the, your, your, your sleep, your dream world? And you're kind of awake, but you're kind of mm-hmm. not. But it's like if, if something kind of like, you know, it'll wake you up. Well, the, these, uh, they're called myoclonic jerks. And um, I found mm-hmm. out that later. I didn't really look it up that night because it, it wasn't something that I was anticipating, you know. And I wasn't really concerned just because it was brand new. And of course, I've had these before, but uh, nothing on this level. And even the second night that I took the pill, it happened a couple times, but it was nothing crazy. It was just like, hmm, that's odd. You know, I'd be asleep and then my body would jerk. I would twitch and it would wake me up or my, my arm would like flail, you know, but it was just a couple of times and it was nothing concerning. But this time it was literally every single time I was trying to fall asleep. So I'd be on the cusp and then boom, my body would jerk and jolt and then tingles and stuff throughout my whole body and then about four in the morning two in the morning two two to four i was getting really frustrated dude i was like this doesn't seem like right you know it's why is it happening every single time you know i was just so i was just wrecked and then i ended up falling asleep for about an hour and then a freaking bird at like six in the morning starts chirping and it woke me up i was like well and i couldn't fall back asleep so one of the side effects uh in the pills can be insomnia um, and, and in my particular case, after talking to my doctor, uh, I was describing these symptoms to her. This was just one of the symptoms. And uh, she said that it was pretty uncommon in, in patients to have this type of uh, side effect. You know, it wasn't very common. She didn't anticipate it. Um, so I was like, okay, so I wasn't wrong, you know. So going back, um, that was that first time. I was just dead tired, dude. I remember waking up. I was like, dude, that was weird, you know. Like, how come it's happening every single time? It was, like, disturbing, you know? So, like, the second night rolled around, and the same exact thing just kept happening, dude. It's, and it's only when I'm going to sleep, you know? Is it like that, uh, like, like that falling effect? Like, you, like when you're going to fall, you get like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah, it's a jerk. It's like, so, a, it's like a weird So, twitch. it's maybe, like, your body's trying to keep you awake, almost? Something like that. And here's the funny thing. The the medication that I'm I'm consuming is used for bipolar, but also to treat, it's an anticonvulsant, so also also to treat uh, patients with um, seizures or epilepsy. Mm-hmm. So they, so it's an anticonvulsant. So the fact that I don't have epilepsy, one of my, I mean, the doctor didn't say it had anything to do with this. That, you know how like if you you take Adderall but you don't have ADD, kind of yeah. has the adverse effect. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was something like that, but it was just super weird, dude. Because every single time I was falling asleep. I'm twitching like my shoulder would 
jerk me up. And then the, the, the biggest ones were like throughout my whole body. And it would literally shake the whole bed, dude, to the point where I was waking my fiance up. And uh, on the third night, she decided to like watch me. I didn't know she was, but she was watching me. And she was just like, dude, you just kept twitching and jerking like the whole, like every time I was going to fall asleep. It was just so all night, just tossing and turning and, and just twitching. And, and it was just ugly, dude. And then the times I would fall asleep, I'm I'm having these uh, these weird weird dreams and everything. And then it was starting to so insomnia. Also, I couldn't fall asleep because of insomnia as well. And then during the day, it was like provoking anxiety, you know. And I just I, I started becoming like the the more tired and tired I got because I probably Monday through Thursday that whole week I only slept like two hours something like that the whole week. So and then I wasn't eating right. And then uh, I tried working out one time and it didn't do anything but make it worse. So, like, towards the end of the week, like, on Thursday, I was just, like, in a super vulnerable state, dude. And I was just, like, I'm so fucking tired of this, man. I just want to sleep. Like, that's all I want to do. Like, the pills are fine. Like, if I, if it was just without this, like, if I could just fall asleep, you know, and be sound every time, like, I'm good. Like, I'm not even really thinking about, like, I'll deal with the dreams, you know. It's really nothing crazy. And even the anxiety that it causes, you know, sometimes, because it is a side effect. Because uh, I know how to more or less work my way through that. But it's, like… What are you going to do? You know, there's nothing I, there's literally nothing I could have done. Like, it's just preventing me from sleeping. And I was just like, I'm hoping that this goes away and it just didn't go away, you know? So what'd you do? Nothing. I couldn't do anything except try and get a hold of my doctor. So no, I was, where are you at now? Okay, so I'm getting up to that. Oh, okay, okay. So it's Thursday, right? And I'm just like, I'm so sick of this. It hasn't gone away for like a week and a half. It just keeps happening, you know? So I was like, I've, I've been trying to get my, a hold of my doctor probably like the third day that it was happening. They're not calling me back, you know. It's just so I'm waiting. So like a week and a half goes by. And I was like, all right, let me make this one last call. I was getting super frustrated too. I was like, man, like I'm taking these pills that are having these crazy side effects. And yet there's nobody I can contact to talk to about it, you know. And here I am just consuming the same dose, you know, that's contributing to this. So I'm like, it seems counterintuitive, you know. I'm, 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 I'm experiencing these, these side effects. And yet I just keep uh, consuming the pills, which are causing them. So eventually she calls me because I, I made a call saying, hey, look, it's an emergency now just because that's the only way you can get their attention. You know what I mean? So I was like, hey, I'm, I'm literally not sleeping. So she finally calls me back on, uh, I think, Friday. And uh, she had like a way different tone in her voice because I could tell somebody in management like checked her. Because apparently she didn't even, the people like on their files, they didn't even know I was bumping the dose. She's supposed to log it. They thought I was like on the first pill or something like that. And they're supposed to keep track of all that stuff. And... Uh, I told her, like, how she was talking to me and everything, like, prior, how she was just, like… So, you were speaking to somebody completely different now? I was speaking to, like, a supervisor. Okay. That worked with in the company, you know what I mean? Because a psychiatrist is, like, her own thing. They allocate each patient to different psychiatrists, and then there's supervisors that Oops. manage them. Okay, okay. You know okay. what I mean? So, it's a separate branch. So, I talked to this lady, and I forgot that I had her number on my phone because she called me out of the blue one day, had a really pleasant conversation with her. I was like, oh, I got her number on my phone. Let me call her. Called her, explained the situation. And she was like, man, this is… I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that you're experiencing this and that, you know, you're not uh, being given the, you know, the proper customer service that you should be receiving, you know, especially when you're dealing with this type of thing. Um, so, yeah, when she was calling me, or when she called me, I could tell her tone was way different, dude. Like, I could tell somebody talked to her, you know. And uh, she actually took her time with me this time and let me explain what was going on, you know. Because also, she didn't explain any of these side effects to me when I started the medication. I actually had to ask. That's crazy. That's what the lady said, too. That's kind of… You'd figure that'd be like 
Number one. Yeah, like, you know, medication 101, you know, like, mm. hey, this is what it does for you, like the good stuff. Yeah. And then here's the potential, you know, whether it's rare or, you know, very common as a side effect, you still should disclose that with the, that way they just, you're not caught off guard. It's not like you're maybe just get, maybe her, her thought was if she tells you all that, you would not want to take it. But it's just like, I figured it's like, well, I'm pretty sure they're going to take it anyway, but at least that way, should they encounter whatever the adverse side effects are they're not going to be okay this is normal or this is to be expected this is you know you're not just like i'm twitching for no damn reason and i can't sleep what the hell is going on you know and then you doing your own research how to figure that out that's kind of yeah and then even even prior to beginning the medication i did my fair share of homework and she even mentioned to me she was like i'm glad that you're doing your homework you're really thorough in this and that i was like yeah i have to be right but it, it only lists a certain amount of side effects on the actual paperwork that your medication comes with. And even on online, there's only uh, a bunch of common ones, you know. And then the more serious ones, you kind of got to dig deeper for those. And these, the ones that I was having, aren't severe because they're not going to kill you. But they're, they lie in the category of like, okay, your, your body is rejecting the medication, basically, you know. Um, so I talked to her and I explained what was going on. I was like, Hey, what the what the hell is going on? You know, and she was actually she was surprised to hear that I was you know having these um these 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 uncommon side effects, and I was like, damn, dude, like it sucks because they were helping my mood. You know, I could feel that it was helping, but it's pointless if I can't fall asleep. So I asked her, I was like, hey, is this something that's gonna go away, and is it gonna subside over time? Is my body gonna get used to it? Because it was only that one pill that made the difference. You know, prior to that, I was sleeping fine, and uh, she was like, I'm not, I'm not sure. I can't promise anything to you. Uh, but what it seems is that your body's rejecting it and you're just super, super sensitive to, uh, you know, these chemicals. She was like, I don't want to risk going any further, you know, or keep bumping the dose with you, especially if you're already having these kinds of side effects. Because the dreams and the, the twitching and the anxiety, insomnia, like all that stuff shouldn't be happening. You at know? this dose. Yeah, at this dose too. Because also, I'm on a very low dose as well. Like I'm not even, because let's just say my goal is 200 milligrams. I'm barely at 75, you know. So... Her thinking was, obviously, you know, it's just going to get more intense. So, what she, she she advised that I start reducing my dose again. And then she wants me to go down and then see what's going to happen and everything. And then she's going to call me in two months and then um, we're going to go over more options. But the very… So, that same night, she's like, okay, don't take your, your third pill tonight. Because I took two in the morning and then I was taking one at night. She's like, tonight, don't take your third pill. I slept all night. Didn't twitch once. That one pill just made the difference. Not, so now, two's your number. I guess so. Because now so. you're having the more zen-like… No, not anymore. So since, since I've been up, like I was on a higher dose, now that I've removed that third pill, the way the medication works is that you build a tolerance to it, right? So now it's like… I've I kind of… If I was going to stay at something, it, maybe it should have been 50 and then not bump the dose, you know? So now my body's used to having the, the, the third pill in me. It's, you know, because it was more potent and… As I was coming off of it, I felt my irritability and stuff coming back and all that stuff. Like I could feel my mind just going into the places and uh, uh, that it used to go to prior. And then also my memory has been affected uh, by it, which is another side effect that comes with it. It can affect your memory. A lot of people actually report that with this medication. And to back that, I didn't know that it was happening. Uh, it was just certain things that started happening like throughout the week that were like a little bit odd to me, like things that I would normally remember. So… When it really started happening is when 
I booked an appointment with my cousin to get a haircut. And out of all the years that I've been going to him, he's my cousin. I, I've been getting my haircut with him since way back, like a long time. I've never missed one appointment with him. Never once. And then I get a call or, or a text. I wake up to a text from him on the day that I'm supposed to have my appointment. He was like, hey, are you coming? I was like, my heart dropped, dude. Because I was like, oh, shit. I completely forgot, dude. I was like, what the hell, dude? I was like, I called him. I was like, hey, man, my bad. I'll be right there. So I head over there, come back home. And um, the next day, I'm getting up to go to the gym. I'm getting my stuff together. And my fiance, she's like taking the trash out. And I was like, hey, just leave the trash right there. I'll take it on my way out, you know. And uh, I'm getting ready. She leaves. And I'm on my way out the door. I get my gym bag and stuff. I could have sworn I put my AirPods too in my bag. Um, I give her a kiss goodbye. And I was like, all right, cool. Going over my checklist before I leave. You know, make sure I have everything. I was like, everything's good. So I leave. And then I get to the gym. And I put my water bottle on the uh, the elliptical to do some cardio. And I'm looking for my headphones. I was like, damn, where are my headphones? I could have sworn I put them in here. They weren't in there. I was like, shit, I left them at home. So I was like, all right, let me go home real quick to get my headphones. I, I forget my water bottle on the elliptical. And then I get home and I see the trash bag. And of course, my headphones are just sitting on the uh, the desk there. And uh, I see the trash. I was like, okay, fuck, I forgot to take out the trash. I'll, I'll do that right now, you know. So I grab my headphones. I put them in. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I get my second water bottle just in case I forget that one, you know, or in case somebody snagged mine. Take off to the gym. I was like, fuck, I forgot to take the trash out again, <laughs> you oh. know? So I, I I go out of the way to the gym, and I'm just like, dude, why am I forgetting little stuff like this, you know? And then I get home, and then long story short, I forget it a third time until I'm like sitting down, and I like smell it. I'm like, oh, dude, I keep forgetting. Normally, I'll just like burn through my mental checklist of things to do, you know? So the fact that I was missing like appointments and stuff and then forgetting that many times and then like my uh I felt like it was affecting like my short-term memory a little bit because I I couldn't it was hard for me to piece together the week prior to that or like that that week up to that day like I couldn't remember certain things you know so that it wasn't like alarming or anything but it was just unusual because my mind's usually a lot sharper than that so I mean I guess that's what happens when you start coming off so where are you at today I'm still on the uh actually I'm just on 25 today no, but I'm asking like, uh, what, where, do you, where, where do you feel like? Oh, um, I feel I I feel pretty good today, you know, because I've been sleeping, you know, and that was another thing too. Like, I was really really thankful the day that I fell asleep. I was like, thank you God, dude. I'm just so thankful to 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 be able to sleep, and even that night, right? So like, that night that it was the worst, I was like twitching uncontrollably, like. It was bad, dude, and I couldn't sleep, and we're, I was, like, dreading going to bed, you know? And I'm sorry if I'm boring you, but <clears throat> I can see you're getting tired. Um, I was dreading going to sleep that night. I was just like, because it's, I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to twitch. <laughs> like, I'm going to go lay down so I can just twitch all night and be frustrated, you know? So I was just getting really frustrated, and on top of it, I hadn't slept, so I was really vulnerable. And I'm laying in bed with my fiancé, and I was like, you ready to go to bed? Because she crashes out before me. Um... Normally, and we're t I was like, damn, dude, I'm dreading it. And I'm just laying there. She's like, what's wrong? I was like, I can't do this right now. Like, I'm, I'm really fed up. I like, I need to sleep. Like, I need my sleep. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I'm, I'm not like, and I was this close because inside of me, all the emotions that I was feeling, dude, up to this point, 
Um, it was just like a boiling point of all kinds of emotions on top of what was going on. And uh, I I was this close, dude. I felt it. It was like on the surface. I just wanted to like… I, I was this close to being like, hey, can I just cry like on you? <laughs> like, can I just please, you know what I mean? Let this out, you know what I mean? And for whatever reason, I didn't. So she got up to go to the bathroom and I'm just laying there, dude. And I'm like, damn. Thinking to myself like, it's, it sucks because this is working. And keep in mind, I'm in a vulnerable state. So I'm not thinking clear. I even told her that when I was talking to her. I was like, I'm just, I'm not thinking clear right now. So if I say anything or, you know, trying to make any decisions right now, I'm, I'm not going to follow through with anything or, you know, just whatever I say right now, just know I'm in a vulnerable state. So she gets up, goes to the bathroom, I'm laying there. I'm like, damn, this is, it was working, you know? Like, of course I would get these side effects, you know? I'm just like, at the end of my rope here, and I, I look and I'm just like, dude, I'm not religious. I'm not like, I've always, I've never just, I've never been that way. You know, I've never really bought into it. I mean, there's things that happen in life every now and then that you can't really explain, you know. And is it a coincidence or is it not? And I don't know what to call it. So I'm laying there. I'm just like, dude, how does this work? Okay. okay. I'm thinking of saying a prayer. Like, how does this work? I'm saying it out loud to myself. Like, what do you do? You know, you just do you call in? Is there a certain phone line? Or do you just start talking? You know, so I'm just laying there. I was like, I don't know if you're listening. Uh, it's me again. Hey, uh, you've seen me in a while. But I need you right now. Like, I need you to guide me through whatever I'm going through now. Because I've, I, I don't know what to do. This is out of my control. And I just want to feel better already. And then the fact that um, I'm going downhill. Like, I just need… Somebody to guide. If you're listening, I pr- I promise, like, whatever it is that you want me to do, I'm not asking you to, to fix this for me. I'm just, please, I'm, like, navigating some crazy waters right now. And I, all I need you to do is just show me, like, just show me where I need to go, you know, just so I can get to my destination. I'll, if I'm, if I'm tr- trekking through the forest, I'll chop down the, the heavy terrain and the bushes and stuff. I just need to see where I'm going. I need to calibrate my compass, you know. So if you could please do that for me, you know. And whatever, you know, I'm just praying. You know, I'm just praying out loud. And I'm just feeling so wrong. I'm just like, dude, like, all right. Like, I and I remember explaining it to my, my fiance too. I was like, I haven't felt this way since I was 15. Like that feeling of just complete helplessness and like total anxiety. And that feeling that I got from when I was, I felt, because that when I was 15, dude, I really felt, after the incident that happened, that I was never going to come back mentally. Like, I really, really thought that I was just going to end up being a vegetable someday. And I'm not even kidding. Like, that's how I really thought in my head. I was that scared. I was like, man, it's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm never going to come out of this. I'm just stuck. I fucked up my brain. And I hadn't felt that way in forever. And that night, I felt like that again. And it was not a good place to be in. But at the same time, I was like, okay, I kind of needed this. I feel like I'm being checked, like, by the universe or whatever. I'm just, I'm being checked, my ego. Like, I'm feeling grateful right now. You know, like, I'm, I just forgot, like, how, and I, I try to remind myself this all the time. Like, just show gratitude towards your health and everything else around you and stuff. And I don't know, I hadn't felt like that in a long time. And then, so the very, the, the very next day, like, it just, all of a sudden, like, I get the phone call. I talk to my doctor and stuff. And I finally get sleep the the next day. Like, it just all that circling back to, like, was it, again, was it a coincidence? Depends on who you ask. 
I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. It, it just a lot went on in those two weeks, and I was in a very vulnerable state. Like, I feel like I, I don't know. I just, I haven't gone through that much in such a short period of time in a long time, dude. Are you tired? I'm tired. It's not, it's not you, Nori. <laughs> I know. Are you tired, though? <clears throat> yeah. I deal with my own form of uh, insomnia. I'm starting to realize. Yeah, I know, mm-hmm. dude. You need to get some sleep. You need to get some freaking, like, hold on. Lunesta, whatever the hell it's called. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Oh, oh shit. If I want to clean the top off, you're good enough for me. Anyway, yeah, so like, dude, I don't know. It's just like, I was talking to my cousin too when I was getting my hair cut. And I was like, dude, I don't know what it was, but, like, I'm usually not a prayer. And, like, my whole life I've been fighting the momentum, you know. And I'm not saying that I'm… I don't know, man. I just, like, I want to believe in… And I do believe in, like, a higher power or something. I feel like there's something that's a lot bigger than all of us, obviously. And I feel like… I think <clears throat> um, that's normal. I, I think I mentioned it in one of the first podcasts we were talking about Jordan. And uh, I bought a Bible because of him. And not because he was like, go get a Bible. You know, you want to study the literature? It, it was just because a lot of the stuff that he would pull from the Bible was easily applicable to things that we encounter in everyday life. Now, do you feel that the Bible is like generalized in a way that kind of applies to anybody's life in a given situation? You know how like no, horoscopes kind of no, kinda... no, no. This is it's it's usually very specific type of things, and I can't give you any examples offhand. Um, but it was enough for me to be like, like, dude, like there has to be something about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. and um, so it, for those of you that don't know me, um, I lived with my cousin and my aunt, and they were. Uh, the, he grew up going to a Pentecostal, you know, church, and um, like you know, women were you know, dresses, they couldn't wear jeans, no makeup, um, you know, stuff like that because they didn't want to influence temptation, you know. This is their religion. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, it's just a Christian denomination, but, you know, it's a little, I guess, subcategory, if that's how you would describe it. And uh, I was forced to go there because I was living with them, you know what I'm saying? And so I went reluctantly. I went because, hey, I was grateful that my aunt was letting me stay to finish out high school, in, you know, in Sanger and, so I went. I just my brain wasn't in it. So I don't like to be forced. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to be sold on religion. You know. You want to find it for yourself. If I have questions, I'll ask them. I don't want you to come to me and just start. You know, forcing this stuff down. No, my you throat. want. You don't like solicitation. Exactly. So uh, when I was talking with or listening to Jordan and a lot of stuff, a lot of the Bible references that he was mentioning. I went to a buddy of mine that I work with, and he's an extremely um, spiritual guy. And I loved talking to him about it because he would only answer the questions I was asking and then would elaborate a little bit more, but it was still surrounding the question that I was at. And then I'd be like, hey, so like, well, what about that? And then he would tell me a story and then tell me a story from the Bible. And dude, like, honestly, when... Um, he, he gave me some pretty crazy, um, little personal stories for, like related to his family. Like he met this preacher, 
he was from somewhere back east. This guy had like, dare I say, an incredible knowledge of the future. Right. What do you mean? Like, and I'll give you a couple of examples. So, I, I think you told me this story yeah. before about the guy that got hit by a train or something he, like yeah. that. Yeah. So, he told that. So, do you have another incident or instance? Well, did I tell it here on the podcast? Yeah, you did. Okay. okay. That's how the one about when he got a phone call in the middle of the night saying yeah, that his yeah. dad was going to go. Yeah. You could you could tell it again, though, just for the, those of you who haven't seen so, the episode. So, well, the first one, this guy gave this little gang member tatted face, you know, and had gang tattoos on his face, went to church. And that preacher went up to the guy and was just kind of like, I sense something very, very dark in your future and you need to get right with God as soon as you can. And, you know, the guy went to church, prayed, you know, got the Holy Ghost, was crying. Like big, apparently he's a big dude, so it's always kind of like a shock to see a big, you know, masculine dude, you know, being vulnerable like that. I mean, we just forget they're human beings yeah, at but, the end but, of the day. But you, you see, you know, the, compared to what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I do. So this guy broke down and then got right. I think he got baptized and like, like a, I mean a very, very short amount of time later, the guy was killed by hit by a train, you know? And so he was like, that guy was able to get this dude to get his relationship with God. So and the dude that you're saying you enjoy talking to, to about this, this stuff, he knows that N- guy. Knows that guy. Okay. And then, so to, I guess I, I may have mentioned um, the story again, I'll do it again. And for those of you that have seen the previous one, I apologize for regurgitating yeah, it. It's but, all good. Um, they'd been years since they spoke to this guy. And my buddy said it was like 11 o'clock, you know, our time. And this guy lived back east. So it must have been two, two, three in the morning. They get a random phone call from this guy and was like, look, um, you, I was praying. Your name came across my head. Um, you need to get right with God because you're going to lose a lot of, a lot of stuff around you. You're going to lose your family if you don't start making corrections. And his, you know, his dad broke down. So that night was like crying because it's like, why am I getting a phone call from this random, this guy? Well, I could say random guy, but a random phone call from this guy at three o'clock his time, you know, so he's awake thinking about this kind of stuff. And then his dad was like, uh, I think he said he was a, a, a general manager for Walmart. So like making six figures, you know, running the store 250K a year and got caught up in drugs because he didn't take, he didn't listen to the guy. Lost his job, his family's separated, like just a, a bunch of turmoil came in. It's like, he's like, if my dad would have listened to him, you know, that probably wouldn't have been the case. It probably wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have happened. So he tells you stuff like that. Then he tells you, you know, stories from the Bible itself. And it's just kind of like, damn, dude, like there's a lot of serious ramifications that come with this decisions we make today. You know, should there be, you know, a life after this, you know what I'm saying? And, it really makes you look at your inward on yourself, and then just by the the guidelines that it that it uh, that the Bible outlines for people to follow, and you see that you don't follow them, it's like it makes you feel like trash, honestly. You know, and it's like damn, like don't you feel like some of them though are like unnecessarily extreme and like, and arbitrary a bit? Give me an example if you have one. Arbit- would, I'm trying to think of one that would be arbitrary or, or just extreme, but I just I just don't know them well enough. I just know that in certain religions, there are things like like homophobia, you know, in the Bible. You know, I feel like that is something that is um, arbitrary, meaning that it's just something that somebody came up with, but it doesn't have any significant meaning. It's only to that person. You know, uh, I mean, I I I, I suppose. You know, I just it, that's gonna be subjective to one 
you know, to each individual? Because I, I feel like, and I'm not saying this is how it should be or anything. It's just how I feel in my heart. Like, I just feel like if you do good for, you know, the purpose of just, just doing good, not because you feel like you're going to be receiving some type of reward at the end of it, meaning don't have any any exterior ex, exterior ulterior motive when when you're when you're doing these good deeds you know for certain like give to give because it's out of the the goodness well, of your so, heart and don't kill you know obviously well don't take another life i could be misspeaking i don't think that i am and i'm probably going to do a terrible job in explaining it but the teachings of god and the bible um exp- like that that's not you will. There's a, a movie. I don't know, there's like several movies called Left Behind, right? And it's basically the rapture. So if you know you know what the rapture is, basically where God takes people back to heaven, those okay, that were yeah, righteous, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, the rapture happens. People just disappear in the blink of an eye. All their earthly possessions that are on them at the time are left behind. They get taken back up to heaven, right? Those that um. This people that are left behind, they're looking for questions. Like they're they're looking for answers for questions, and so there's they start piecing it together. Like, hey, this is probably what it is. They go to the church, and the pastor of the church is still there, and they're like, "Well, why the why are you here? You know, if anyone should have went, it would have been you." Oh shit! He, so he was faking the fuck. So because I didn't really believe any of it. Mm, but he was he didn't practice what he preached, and exactly. if he did, he, he didn't and, he didn't believe it. So it it goes deeper than just doing it for the sake of well, if I do this, I get to heaven. It's like it's it's beyond that. That that's exactly what I meant. That's what I that's mm-hmm. what I was saying. Like uh, prior to not not whatever the the Bible outlines exactly, but if you're going to do good, don't do it because it's an instruction. Do it because that's what you truly feel in your heart. Like when I when I do stuff for my family, it's obviously because I love them and out of you know. Out of the kindness of my heart, at least, you know, and because I want to see them do better. And I don't expect anything in return when I'm doing that for them. And I feel like in certain cases, especially religion, they're, they're doing it just because so they can get to heaven. Like if they were in any other circumstance, they would have killed that motherfucker. But, it, you know? I th- but I think it's, but again, if, if my, under- my very, very limited understanding of this is correct… It goes beyond that, and you know Jesus or God is going to be able to see that you're only doing it for this particular, not because it's the greater good. You understand what I'm saying? So, so I, I feel like those people that are doing it just because, like, you you have to believe it. It's not just an it's yeah, but it has to be it, pure as well. That, yeah, that's my point. So it's not just like your actions that are going to matter. It's going to be your actions plus where your mind is. All the time. Well, that's what I mean. Uh, like when you do stuff for your family, it's genuine and oftentimes it is pure. But that's something that you have to, at least what I think is that you have to develop that towards humanity, you know. And and I and I believe that, and again, I when I say believe that, my, at least from my, I believe if my understanding of this is correct, doing that is doing what the Bible says. And if you actually believe all that stuff, it's not just one or the other. It has to be both. So you can't just believe it and not act it, and you just can't act it and not believe it. You have to have the unity between the two for you to get your your ticket, so to speak. So it's it's, it's just weird when you put it in those terms. Your ticket, it's like because it's almost like now it's just a game. You know? uh, like it, you have to do certain things very very carefully in order to reach that next level. And and well, I mean that's what the teaching of the Bible is. It's it's, it's but that's the crazy God, part, God loves though. you and He's going to give you every opportunity to. To make it, yeah, it's gonna be up to you to decide. You know that you mm, want to be yeah. 
you know, come back home to the kingdom of heaven. See now, and again, for those of you that are extremely spiritual and religious in this regard, yeah, if, apo- I'm, I if apologize. I apologize if I'm misrepresenting that, but this is my very superficial understanding of these it. are these are personal opinions that we have, you know, and they, it doesn't mean that you gotta, you know, buy into it or anything. Like, this is just what I personally believe and what you know he's learned and stuff and what you probably believe, but it's just it's one of those things where it's just super super complicated, but. I don't know, man. There, I there's just, certain things, dude, that like you said, you know, the very next day, you had your doctor call you back. Yeah, that was things, weird. You know, you were able to sleep. Yeah. I mean, just like it's, it's sometimes. And I had been praying to sleep, bro. I was like, it could be com- please. Com- yeah, it could be completely coincidental, or it could be. Hey, you know what? Your your prayers were answered. You know what I'm saying? And so. And if they were, it was. I took it as like, okay. Like, so it's a sign at least. If in, if anything is I'll take it as like a sign. And 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 let's just say to and to quote Jordan Peterson and I actually like what he says here and he's come out in recent podcasts that he's a religious individual. But he says when they ask him like are you religious? I choose to act as though God does exist. Right? But but key word here, act. Well, no, but what meaning is that he he lets his I wouldn't say act as in the sense of I'm acting like I'm just going to go to the motions. It's just like I choose to act as, as if though he believes there he's going to carry himself in a manner that would, in the event that all this takes place and there is an afterlife, it makes him a better person. But but again, um, you're you're saying at least according to what you said, God would be able to see right through that. My point being, if you though, don't truly believe it. So okay, well, but again, even if that is the case he's going to be better to people around him even if he doesn't believe it and doesn't ultimately but, get But that it. was the, the thing, though. You're, you're saying the priest didn't believe what he was preaching. No, well, my, 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 I'm not trying to say that this is like he's guaranteeing salvation by doing this. What I'm trying to say is that there's utility in the teachings of the Bible whether or not you believe that you're going to go to heaven or not. You know, and then... So doing it just to do it. And it, it, it's... If you honestly look at it on its face value... And I'm not trying to make this a it's it, for me it's hard to argue. And it was it was actually it was a very interesting argument and I encourage you guys to watch it. It was a debate between Sam Harris who is an atheist and Jordan Peterson who, you know, is a religious individual and they did two S- days Sam of Sam Harris is dope too. And but it was interesting to hear them both talk because one thing I respected about Sam Harris was his in like unbelievable knowledge of the bible like quoting scripture quoting scripture from the quran like this man is well versed and he's basically saying that there is no social utility in any teachings from any religion and that what sorry to cut you off but what does social utility mean the ability to use it for is socially between people like the teachings of the bible don't do anything and anybody any good and all it's ever done throughout his history is cause death that was basically if i i could be miss you know representing what Sam Harris's arguments are, but that's basically what I got from it was if we did away with religion altogether, Christianity, Muslim, Buddhist, you name it, the people as a whole would be better. And Jordan's argument was, no, we need these teachings because they help us navigate through life, you know, whether it be one religion or the other. And they were, you know, Jordan was using Christianity, but he also was arguing arguments against you know that sam was bringing up against uh the quran and all these other teachings so like to me it was just cool to see these intellectual individuals that are well versed in these multiple ver- uh, texts it's like 
Yeah, it's like and, a, and, but it was good because they spiritual both spiritual boxing match. Basically, but if at least if you go into it with an open mind, you'll have a lot of huh moments that I did. You know, I found myself in leaning toward Jordan, and again, I was just because I probably have a bias towards his his teachings. Um, a bias because I did grow up. Uh, I was baptized as a Catholic, and so I'm gonna have like if if ever the religion I would probably lean to can be some sort of Christianity, but. Sam did have a lot of moments where I was like, I didn't think of it that way. You know what I'm saying? So I do believe that there's things from that you can take from the Bible that just make you a better person, you know, telling the truth and not telling the truth because, you know, God's going to keep track of all your sins, but being honest is way better than, you know, than being deceitful, you know, 100%, dude. being charitable. If you have extra money laying around, that's not going to be used. If you can afford to give it to somebody, you know, like just that's in, that's, that's in a lesser, situation than you are you know like it's just kind of like like uh when you look like gluttony you know overeating overindulging like that's a sin and it's just like well that's kind of dumb but it's like well there's a lot of people that don't have that you know that's extra stuff that you could be giving to somebody else you know oh what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. It's, just, it's, it's almost a form of greed ex- exactly you know what i'm saying so it's like if you take all these things and you just break, kind of break it down on its face value and just kind of take the religion aspect out of it i feel like you people would see like hey this there's more good from it than harm in my opinion you know when you get into like the homophobic thing you know that there's going to be a lot of argument one way or the other um but for the most part i would say that it has a lot of good teachings yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things in there that I would. And I say this coming from a person that didn't like going to church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not like I. But you're smart enough you know, to be open-minded about it. I, I try to be. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's and like it, I, I don't want people thinking that what I'm saying here is driven by a super religious, you know, um, background where I because it was instilled in you because that was actually yeah, quite the opposite. It was very the opposite. Like I, my mom, I, I one point to my mom, like she always when I started talking about the Bible to her, because you told me when you were younger you wanted to be an atheist, like you didn't believe in any of this kind of stuff, and she was like, it's kind of weird to hear you saying this now. So it's even like, I'm just trying to remain as open minded as I can, and tr- you know, just try to be a better person overall. And if you know, following some of these, what I would consider rather simple, you know, um, guideline, if you will, yeah, then I'm better for it, and then people around me are better for it because I'm a better person to them. Yeah, dude, and for the longest time too, and I, I've I've lived my life this way, um, up until just recently, hating if there was a God, fucking with the passion, hated. I'm talking about on the regular, putting my fucking fingers to the sky, man, and just being like, that's two quarters, f- by the way, three now. Okay, sorry, but I just <laughs> I'm speaking from a place of no, I got the passion, a, a, a yeah, passion right now, yeah, dude, and, and I've been. Try not to cuss as much. I just feel like it's it's a turn off to the to any viewer to myself. It's a turn off. <clears throat> well, right now it's in your emphasis is what you're going. My emphasis, yeah, and I can't convey that without using mm-hmm. these these words because even words don't do it justice. But I'm trying to get as close as I can to it. But dude, on the regular, just man, you know, fuck you. Like I've just and not. I mean, even still knowing, I have it a lot better than a lot of people because it can always be worse, right? But the things that would happen to me throughout my life and what I was going through and just certain things, you know, I often blamed a higher power for that. And I, I didn't want anything to do with it, dude. I remember being at my mom's house and she had a, a picture of God, a, a Jesus above the, the door. And I remember I would, you know, I, on one certain incident, I had like a really messed up day. 
and I was just in a really dark place and I come home and I slam the door and I look at the the freaking thing and I took my shoe and I just threw it at it, bro, and broke the glass. I was man, fuck, like just completely opposed to it and ugly, dude. Like as if I was possessed, you know? Like if, as if somebody was, something else internally was driving that hate, you know what I mean? Because that's what it was for a long time. Just a lot of hate, a lot of darkness, a lot of hate towards myself, you know? And I think that's, that's just something that a lot of people go through, one, but something that you have to pull yourself out of and start thinking positive. But all that to say, like, I was looking at everything through the wrong lens, obviously, you know, because the power of positivity is something that I've never looked into, uh, like I said, up until recently. And ever since, I've, I just feel like ever since I've started looking at things in a different light, meaning uh, more positive, I feel like I've been getting a lot more results from that, more positive results, obviously, right? And uh, they say what, what you, with the energy that you put into the universe is what you're going to get back. And I feel like some of that is true. Like there is something to that because for the longest time, I put out nothing but negativity. And all I was seeing was negativity. And now that I'm putting out positivity, like genuine positivity, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of that back. And it's not going to be all at once. And I'm not even saying that that's what's happening, but I'm saying that it is helping, you know? And if there is any type of higher power out there, being positive has to correlate with that somehow rather than negativity, you know, if that's what it's all about. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I'm glad to hear it. Um, that there's been that change, you know, in your outward look. That's good. Uh, which was crazy because I told this to my buddy. Um, I always tell him, I was like, dude, like, I don't like to pray. And he's like, why? And I was just like, well, I don't go to church. I don't follow any of the rules that you're supposed to follow. And yet when I'm at my bottom of my bottom of my rope, I feel guilty because it's like, here I am ignoring everything that you want me to do. And yet in my time of need, I'm reaching out with my hands, you know, and extend it out towards you. And Dude, I've always said that. And For the people that never pray, how mm -hmm. come you're only asking me of something when you need something? Why can't you just praise me on the regular? And, you know, he goes, well, he goes, uh, if I remember correctly, he goes, you know, that feeling you get is the devil trying to steer you away from you reaching out to God. God wants you to read. No, it doesn't matter how much wrong you've ever done. You know, he wants that relationship with you, but it's up to you to decide. He goes, and when you, um, when you reach out to him and you feel like that, nah, I'm how uh, hypocritical of me to reach out to you. You know, he's like, that's the devil pulling you away because the devil, you're, you're part of his army, you know, and he goes, and, and when he feels that he's losing his soldiers, he's going to fight and do what he has to do to pull you back into, you know, into the, back into place, so to speak. Yeah, dude. And then I, I don't know, man, all this to say that it, that's very interesting. And I feel like, yeah, sometimes there is uh, this momentum that a lot of people tend to fight, including myself, meaning there's just, there's just like this natural instinct to like go the other way. You know, I don't know what it is, but it's always been the case for me. And I've, I, and I've always struggled to to lean into that type of thing. And I've always had a distorted perception on just good in general, you know. And I, I've always had a good heart. Don't get me wrong. But the way I was leading my life, 
was saying the opposite, you know. Um, but I don't know, man. There's something in me that wants to at least, you know, give this positivity and take it to the next level and take it more serious, you know. But I don't know, though, man. I want to see, and I'm even reluctant to say that, you know, because it, it takes a I just, I don't know what to believe, but I want to believe. Put it that way. <clears throat> well, you know what, man? Uh, one of my buddies that I work with, the the guy I told you that I would talk to. Yeah. Okay, he went to church uh, with another guy we work with. Because the other guy we work with is maybe 10 years older than we are. And he goes, hey, you want to learn more about this? Talk to this guy. He makes me look like I don't even understand what I'm talking about. And so I, that's actually... This guy was, I feel he's genuine, dude. So I stop him. I see him coming in. I'm like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? He goes, yeah, what's up? I was like, hey, man, so-and-so told me that you're uh, you're very, very religious. He goes, he kind of put us like a chuckle. He's like, okay. And so I told him, he's like, well, first of all, I want to say I'm not religious. He goes, I have a, I'm spiritual and I have a relationship with God. He goes, I feel when people say they're religious, they only do the things that religion says for the sake of because it says it, not because they genuinely care about what they're doing. Fair enough. And he goes, hey, man. He goes, do you want... I was like... Uh, he started talking. He said, hey, do you want a Bible? He's like, normally, I, I think I have an extra one in my in my bag. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. You know what? And he goes... And to me, this painted a picture, bro, of the, the person that he is, right? He's like, hey, you know what? I don't have one, but I have my personal Bible. Take it. And um, he's like, I'm going to want it back from you. He's like, but just take it, you know... Uh, he goes, do you have a particular book you're going to start on? I was like, what's the name recommended? The Book of John, which is, I guess, the Book of Love. That Ironically, huh? I guess, yeah. Uh, the Book of John, which is, in that book, is describing God's love for, you know, humans, right? And so, he's like, yeah, good book to start on. But he gave me his personal Bible. And then I told him, I was like, hey, you know what? I don't want to take this. I feel bad. Tell you what, I'll just buy one right now. So, I went on Amazon right then and there and bought my own personal, you know, uh, miniature Bible for my bag. And just, but I thought it was cool. And so one thing I think is you you hear of people that come out of prison, come out of jail, come from, or just a terrible situation in life. They find, you know, spirituality. And then it just seems that their life transforms. I and, mean, a lot of to it. to me, there has to be something with that. Okay. Well, obviously the positive thinking, right? The, and then the, the belief in themselves. Because I think with believing in something else higher than you that is positive comes a belief in yourself. I feel like those two are linked. But that, that's my that's what I'm getting at. And I was like, and let's just say like you truly like, I, again, when I say this, I'm not 100% on board with it myself. I, I, I have yet to get myself to that level. But to me, it's like, let's say, you know, I follow the Bible's teachings to a T, right? I be, for all intents and purposes, I become a better person. And if I believe it, and if there's an afterlife, guess where I get to go? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so versus the alternative, eternal burning in hell. Yeah, I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's kind of, I don't see the, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't really see the negative side of it. Is If you truly believe you know, believe it for believing it and not just doing it because you want to present this image to everybody that you are. Because I feel like I've, I've, I'm sure you have, I've encountered people that were extraordinarily religious, but I felt like they were judging everything about me. And it's like, 
that's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's not your place to judge. It's God's place to judge people. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like, especially at the church that I went to a lot, I, I felt besides the only people I didn't feel that about was the pastor. And we know his son. Okay. And, but, but that's, and, if you're going to feel from anybody, that's the one person you want to feel that way around, right? Where, like, yeah, they're like not he, judging he, you. He was like, when I, I want to say this, dude, like when that man would come up to you and ask you how your day was going, like I truly felt he wasn't saying it as a formality. Like, hey, how's it going, man? Like, oh, okay, cool. Like, like, you know, he, I felt like he genuinely wanted to know how you were doing. And he, you had his undivided attention for the amount of time that he was giving you. That that's a that's a true rarity in this world is finding people like that. The people that are just they, when they walk in the room, man, there's just this aura and energy that they give off, and it's just like, man, they don't make them like this anymore. You know, those kind yeah. of people. And uh, again, so like coming from him, like I don't know, I would assume that even the right to judge people isn't even bestowed upon him as a pastor because that's that's left up to God. But if anyone in that in that congregation were to be the one that should be doing it, it should have been him. But yet, it felt like everybody else in that congregation, with the exception of him, like they had it twisted. Like they, like they, I'd walk in like, oh, you're not one of us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and because uh, dude, like I went there for years, dude. And I never got the Holy Ghost. I never spoke in tongues. And I felt after maybe the first few months of people trying to get me to do that. And I, it never happened. They just kind of like, oh, he's he's a lost cause. We'll just leave him leave him be. He's a bad egg. Just. And you know, and um, and so it was just like there was like a form of judgment there. Like, hey, you're not one of our people, so we're just gonna, you know, we'll be nice to you because of who your aunt is. But you know, aside from that, we're we wanted to do. But with him, it was it felt the complete opposite. And I was told that to his son because his son and I had some really because his his father doesn't. Uh, he's not a pastor anymore. Is this who I think you're talking about yeah. with the long, yeah, the uh, the model? Yeah, him. And so, I've had some of the best religious or spirituality talks with them. Because hey, you know what, that kid, he could have a podcast on his own. I don't know if you talked. Oh to him, yeah, but that- he's a and he's actually when I he finally listened to Jordan, it was pretty cool because we started talking about that because he he likes Jordan as well. Yeah, but it's just, um, yeah, man, like it was just weird, just like. I, I beside from people like that, I don't see if you, if you were genuine in your followings, I don't feel like listening to the Bible would be. I don't see the wrong or the harm that it can cause. I I don't either, man. As long as you're, as long as it betters you, and I've said this a million times, but as long as it makes you a better person and puts you on the right path in life, I think anything that does that for you, run with that. You know, and if if it makes the people around you better people. Then, then run with that, you know? And you can find that in any facet in life, but as long as you find it, and it doesn't have to be religion, but whatever it is that that will lead you to that path, you know, I feel like that's the way you need to go. And that's what that's what I'm trying to do in my life, dude. I'm trying to find what works, you know? Because life is trial and error, and a lot of time it's more errors than, you know, than the times that you get it correct, you know, and you do it right. Maybe one of these days when we do our little mobile mobile version of this that you said you wanted to do at my, my place or whatever, I can get my buddy over here if we can bring this topic up again and he can give us something like, cause I didn't even scratch the surface as far as this kind of stuff that he can get into. That just, I think it's good cause it's, you know, we're talking about mental health and to me this, or uh, excuse me, brain health to so use your hashtag brain you health. Um, I think all this kind of is like a big melting pot and all these different ingredients, if you will add to better brain health. You know what I'm saying? And I think uh, that goes the same for uh, people. In general, 
I think um, there's certain people that are like an ingredient that need to be added into your life. And those maybe maybe you haven't come across those people yet, but when you when you do, you you have to try and recognize that. Otherwise, that opportunity might slip you. You know, because um, some people will, will write the the right person off. Like they'll write somebody off in their life that they yeah. shouldn't have written off. You know, somebody you happened a lot. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, right? But oftentimes, you'll still get a second chance. You know, I feel like, but but you have to recognize that second chance, even because some people don't capitalize on any of those chances that they're being given and I think that comes with positive thinking you know because you can just there's something about it man it's just it clears your mind like it's just there's no more cognitive dissonance anymore it's just that distortion that you were experiencing it just kind of withers away and then the clouds kind of lift for you uh you know mentally and, and, and like I said man the mental weight going through this whole thing far outweighs like anything else you know, the mental weight that it comes with. If when that's lifted, it's just it's I mean, it's liberating, right? But I mean, even if you do and this goes to say, even if you're doing good in your life and you are a positive person and you do good things and, and it's really coming from a pure place, that doesn't mean that shit isn't gonna happen to you still. <clears throat> and to me, um, that goes back to Jordan's books, and that's what his books are all about. Is that uh or at least the first one, um, Twelve Rules of Life is that doesn't matter who you are. There is something dark looming in your future. It's just a matter of when it hits you. And I think that, it's balanced though, right? What, what do you mean? That's just balanced because you need that. You can't just have everything good. Well, uh, I don't even know if balance is the word. I, I see where you're going. I, don't, I just, it's inevitable. Like whether you want it or need it or not, it's going to happen. You're going to experience poor health. You're going to lose someone close to you. You're going to, I mean, just, I mean, I hope this doesn't happen to me, but, you know, lose a, lose a job that you need. Like, this, there's so many bad things. Hey, John, that, but, you're fired. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> no, but, no, from here. But it's just, like, <laughs> one of those things that uh, it's basically, like, giving you tools to help cope with that inevitable, you know, suffering that's going to be, I guess, unjustly bestowed upon you. You know what I'm saying? I mean… Because he was like, you know, you could be have all the money in the world and it's not going to save you or save a loved one for poor health. You know, I mean, there's there's so many things that happen in life that that are tragic, that do cause a lot of suffering for people. And it may you might have a good stretch of 20 years and then boom, you're going to get leveled by losing a parent, losing a, a sibling, losing a close personal friend. Or you're going to get in poor health. You're going to lose. I mean, just it's... It, yeah, I guess balance maybe might be a good way to describe it, but it's just kind of like at that point, like, it's just random chaos. It seems like, and that's that's the title of his book, mm. Twelve Rules for Life. Oh, and okay. that is take an antidote to chaos. Oh, okay, and yeah. And his other one is Beyond Order, where he says too much order in your life is also bad. Well, well, some though would what you're saying though, some though would argue that nothing, everything that happens is for a reason. You know, I don't see the Re- versus the, chaos. You know, it's not a random chaos. It's 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 set there. For, like there's a blueprint in other words it's there for a reason i don't like that 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 saying but does do you think that ties into spiritual or religion cuz i feel like it does i feel like a lot of people who are religious say you you just got to trust the process and believe in it cuz it happens for a reason no no Mm-mm. like it, well for me like i'm a big like i really like to think what's meant to be will be in certain 
situations. Like, yeah, I mean, if you want to be a podcaster or, or a musician, it's not going to happen if just by sitting there, you got to go out and get it, right? But say you are you are a musician up and coming and that contract that you were about to sign with somebody falls through. Well, maybe it wasn't meant to be and that's just the push you needed towards another direction for and, and the right situation, you know, for the right situation. I like to believe that. I don't I don't see the the harmonic. I just don't that that doesn't click for me. You know, it's just there's there's probably 80 different factors as to why that didn't work out and it has nothing to do with the fact that it wasn't meant to be in your thing, you know, or meant to be for you. And uh, I wish I wish I knew cuz there's a really really scientific um explanation, not explanation for this, but a very good theory as to cuz on Joe Rogan podcast they were arguing the same exact argument that we're having or discussion rather about uh if it's meant to be it'll be like um basically like uh the law of probability you know and he 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 explained it uh through like a game of pool like if you nothing there's nothing i i really got to look this up and I'll do it after we're done so we can talk about it some more and i think it was was it jordan peterson i don't want to say it was jordan don't quote me but uh, basically, he said if you had all the correct uh, numbers and plugged them in and you did the actual calculations, you'd be able to predict each, uh, like each hole that the ball, each ball was going to go into. And it wasn't random chaos. It was actually all very, very calculated. You know what I mean? I guess. But you got to think you only have, what, like 15, 13 balls. But but he's he's Six saying holes. though, so there's only so many combinations that can that, that, happen. That's my point. But that's for a very fixed game of pool. There I don't isn't know. there isn't 87 different holes that you can shoot a ball into. I'm not explaining it right. But no, I I I, I think I can see where you're going with it. I just to me, it's just like I like the the rationality behind everything happens for a reason. But I think it's more there's more to it than that. Um, you know, I think that's something that I've said it myself. So I'm, I guess I'm a bit of a hypocrite in that regard. But I think I say that in the sense of me trying to be um, uh, empathetic towards someone's situation, like trying to console them in a way like, hey, it happens for a reason, you know. Um, but I, I, I guess I truly like, I don't really buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like everything happens for a reason. Well, yeah, it happens for a reason because these 80 reasons led to this decision or this outcome. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I just... For myself, at least, and that's, I mean, obviously it's fine. You believe what you believe, but for myself personally, I, I really like to believe that if it's meant to be, it will be and let be what will. I don't want to fight the momentum. I just feel like there is a certain type of momentum in this world that sometimes you just kind of got to ride that wave, you know, I, I guess. versus trying to fight that current. Oh, I'm not talking about fighting any current. I'm just saying that I feel as though if that were the case and everything's predetermined and there's no such thing as free will. I think that was the actual argument on… Okay, I'll, now that you look it up, yeah, the argument was free will. So, so he was trying to say that there, um, there is no such thing as free will, basically. That's what he was saying. Like everything is because this, this, and that. Until… Like a, dom- like a, it, like a huge infinite domino effect. Uh, like I want like a butterfly effect almost. That could be the case. Uh, I would need something a lot more substantial than that yeah, to, convince to convince, you, convince you of that. But for me, it's just kind of like uh, everything that's happened up until this point in my life has been a sum total of all the events, right? With, I would say, sprinkle with luck 
for all the th- things fortunate. You know what I'm saying? And I think we discussed this a little bit before on one podcast, and I forgot where I listened to it. Actually, it was uh, this guy's channel on YouTube called Verit. I think it was Veritasium. He's got a lot of big following, 18 million subscribers or whatever. So if you want to sh- some like share a few, no, if you wants to give us a few subscribers, that'd be great. Um, but uh, basically, what it came down to was people overlook luck as a factor. You know, and um, luck. Yeah, being, we did talk about this. Yeah, and and luck being something that like not what we think of, but it's just like if you and I were identical on paper, you know, education, experience, background, everything that they would want, and you get picked versus me, and it just came down to the luck that you chose to wear a particular color of tie versus me, and the um, the interviewing person liked that color of tie versus mine. It was luck that you wore that. And that was a determining factor in your success versus mine, mine lack of success in that particular, you know, employment venture, you know. And so um, I think people overlook, I don't think it was meant to be that you were supposed to wear that red tie versus me wearing a blue tie. It was just with the, with the particular closings you chose. And, and then my thinking was, well, it was meant to be to wear this tie because maybe I wasn't a, a right fit for this job and then you end up landing a job, you know, the, the month after that, that was actually, I'm glad that that happened because now I'm in this position and I'm actually happy now. I, I would say being glad, it, that makes sense. But I also, would just say like being just, glad that I got the job has nothing to do whether or not the other one would have been more suitable, suitable for me. You it, know what I'm saying? Or more, less, it would have been less enjoyable. But I just think that if that's the way that we look at things and everything's predetermined and you have no control over what's going on in your life. Because yeah. then, okay, well, with the logic you're saying, well, then, yeah, I wore that tie because it was meant to be. Then it's like, well, was you getting that job meant to be? Or is that what you wanted? Or is that what was already written in stone on paper before you even decided when you were born that that was how it was going to turn out to be? Yeah, see, those two worlds kind of at a certain point collide. You know, so yeah. that's just kind of why I guess why my uh, pessimistic view of it, I guess, would be. We'll call it that, man. But uh, it's been an hour and 15, so. I think oh, flew by. So yeah, I think it's time to wrap this one up. And I, I don't know how we got here, but I'm glad we did. That was a good conversation. <laughs> I enjoyed that conversation. That was a good one. Um, yeah, uh, maybe we'll we'll ramp it back up because uh, I can keep going uh, and talk about it, uh, talking I, about this. I do have a couple things I want to address uh, on the next one. We okay. Can talk, we can discuss it over. Is it urgent? Middle. I mean, you can say it right now. No, no, no. It's fine. Okay. Uh, one thing I do want to shout out to you guys is if you have a disagreement with or if you agree with either one of us, let us know in the comments. Yeah, what please. Do you think? You think that it's things are meant to be, or it's all just random jumble of mess, and you lie where you lie, and let us know. Is there free will? Let us know in the comments. Mm-hmm. That was hella fake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be like a broadcast. Let us know. <laughs> anyway, though, man, uh, we're gonna go ahead and conclude this uh, episode of the Peel Three Podcast. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, drop a comment, and share if you got any value from this channel. Um, I hope you guys have a good week and had a good weekend. Um, so yeah, that's it. We're gonna wrap it up, dude. Sounds good. Yeah. So my name is Marcus Mark. Just John. And we'll catch you guys Monday. I got that. I'm gonna put that part in.